Hello and welcome to the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about the Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and craft beer. My name is Asif Lakani and my co-host is... Nabil Lalani. And on today's episode, this late night, we're watching the Milwaukee Bucks celebrate uh, their second NBA title, their first NBA title since 1971. Giannis just scored 50 points in a closeout game. In the NBA Finals, after being down 2-0, the Bucks won four in a row, and uh, Giannis was was Superman in the last four games. I mean, he did he went on an incredible run uh, the last four games, and it, it culminated in a 50 point game to win the championship. I mean, but you just watched that game too, like that shit was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like we were talking about in the last episode, like Giannis. We were talking about how Giannis could have been the MVP even with them losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just got handed the Bill Russell um, MVP award. Um, yeah, like, you know, it's been a crazy, crazy series by Giannis dropping 50 in the closeout game. Um, you know, hey, no game seven for Giannis, no game seven for Jordan. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was one championship to Jordan yeah. six. So, let's not get yeah, yeah. away here. Yeah, no, but- I was joking. I was just joking. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how I many Giannis did everything he had to and more to make sure that Milwaukee won. And credit to the rest of the Bucks too. I mean, you know, Chris Middleton was huge. He probably hit the most clutch shot of the game tonight. Um, you know, Bobby Portis came off the bench, played really well. PJ yeah. Tucker handled his defensive assignments really well. Connaughton did what he had to do. I mean, the Bucks really played a team game not only not only tonight but also the last four games to come back from down 2-0 in this series to win four in a row that's not easy I mean you don't see many teams going to run like that in the regular season you know lose two yeah. and win four. they just did it in the four most important games of the season right here All right um, right and, and also like uh, how they got here from uh, Giannis not even playing the two right. games before the series started. We don't even know what's going on with Giannis's knee right now. Like, oh, we could be going straight to getting surgery right now, you know, because you know, he ain't sky dipping. He's, you know, he'll fuck up this summer. And his summer's already halfway over. So, you know, hey, he may be getting surgery like in a week from now or something. Like, you know, we don't know what's going on with Giannis's knee. Um, and, you know, they, Chris Middleton and the Bucks closed out against the Hawks and now Giannis come back week game one out of nowhere. We were thinking he won't be back to like game three, right? Yeah. Um, that's what I thought. Coming back, coming back game one, going at it, having what four well, sorry, yeah, four forty plus points. I was gonna say like the last four games he played really well, but I honestly don't know if he had a bad game this series. No, he didn't because in the first game he scored like thirty eight. Or something like that. Like I think the first game he scored 21 and it's been 40 plus since. Something like that. Here, I'll, I'll look that up. Because I know – let's see. Um, but either way, I mean, the Bucs just won the NBA Finals. And – Yeah. I mean, what a – what an incredible – I mean, we got a great series, I would say. For sure we got a great series. Like, because not a lot of people knew what to expect, you know. Um we got no LeBron, we got no Curry, we got no KD. We got two franchises that we've never seen at this level before. 
in our lifetime, yeah. really. And they delivered. I mean, I wanted Milwaukee to win the series. I think I did predict Milwaukee would win, actually. And But even during, like, the final minutes of this game right here, I was thinking, like, I want to see the Bucks win, but I also wouldn't mind seeing the game seven because it's been that entertaining of a you, series. You, you had Milwaukee winning this series with Giannis's knee being hurt, or did you? You mean at the beginning of the playoffs? No, I think I think well, I think I picked Milwaukee to win the series because we knew he was going to come back at some point, right? Whether it's three games or game one, um, I I feel like hmm. I picked Milwaukee to win the series. I mean, we can go back and and check we'll double check that. Later. We'll double check that. I, yeah. I feel like we were both on the Suns because we didn't know Giannis was like. We had no idea what was going on with Giannis, but we'll double check what what we each had. I remember I thought I think I had the Suns in um, I had the Suns in I think four. I had a sweep because I had nothing going on. I didn't know I I assumed Giannis was playing because I remember that. Um, and I, I mean, hey, without Giannis, they probably wouldn't have won. I mean, we're responsible for fifty points today, uh, forty points for the last four games. Like you know, Giannis was huge in this entire finals. Yeah, well-deserved Finals MVP and well-deserved championship for the Bucks. Uh, I guess is it too early to see what the line is going to be in terms of them repeating? That's probably too early. To, uh, to probably too early right. to find it, but um, I don't know if they'll be the favorite. I don't know. I already think uh, you know, depending on what happens this off season, I don't know if there's any opt outs for New for on for Brooklyn. But I feel like Brooklyn is going to be the favorite going into next year. Mm-hmm. Which is fair, right? I mean, they probably were the favorite going into the playoffs at least yeah. this season. So yeah. no, that's totally valid. Although I think now, now that um, now that Milwaukee's won, you really got to look at it and say like they have to be considered a if not a favorite i mean the odds are definitely not stacked against them like they would have been prior to not winning if that makes sense you know like they have um, pretty good chances well, I, I mean i think they were the favorite this year uh milwaukee but i don't know I, I, right now i'll say you know just way too early looking to next year i would say you know the best odds are probably going to be brooklyn versus Maybe the Lakers. I don't know. If I feel like that's just how it's going to go. Brooklyn Lakers, maybe Clippers, but it actually, no, Kawhi's out next year. Yeah, Brooklyn Lakers. I think that's going to be like the favorite going for next year. Yeah. I mean, either way, fucking incredible series and in, in it delivered, right? Like, I think at the end of the day, basketball fans got what we wanted, which is quality basketball, good drama, uh, you know, some compelling ass shit. And um, so, yeah, Giannis had 20 in game one, but you're right about that. And I think starting game two, I think that's when he had 38 and then it was 40 after that. And I'm double checking this right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, it went Giannis 20, then, then 42. he went 40 plus 40, 40 cents, I feel like. I think at 40, every, I'm not sure I, how much did he have the last game? Not, not the game they, they just played, but the game before, before this. Uh, let's see. Okay. I think maybe he had 40 every 40 plus after he had the 21. So he had uh, 42 in game two, 41 in game three. In game five, he had, oh, come on. 
of course, my internet wants to go slow today. Um, <laughs> in game five, he was great too. Though I mean, he was he was a monster in a lot of these games. In game five, he only had thirty two actually. Oh, okay. But he had he had, um, yeah, he only had thirty two in game five. But either way, I mean, he he played like the best player in the series the last five games of the series, I would say. Um, Definitely. And, uh, but on the other side too, we can't, we can't talk about the winners without mentioning the losers. And I mean, Phoenix has nothing to be ashamed of because they definitely, they're probably ahead of schedule in terms of their development. I mean, Devin Booker, definitely a star, probably going to be uh, back at some point. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I got to see what happens with uh, CP3. I feel like CP3 was, their most important player this year. Oh, for um, sure. You know, he, well, he's probably going to opt out and he's going to want uh, like a three-year, three-year, $100 million contract. And I don't know if Phoenix is going to offer him that. Uh, he may he may be going somewhere else. And they may take a – they'll take a step back if they lose CP3 for sure. Yeah. But the um, – well, I think if anything, what Devin Booker has shown, though, is like he is a draw in terms of – oh, there's a free agent out there who wants to go to a competitor who wants to play for a good coach, a good team, and have good pieces around him. Well, Devin Booker certainly is, you know, he you can make a case and say, like, oh, we can build with you and him. So, um, I mean, Devin Booker, he's not going to be become irrelevant even if Chris Paul leaves. I think that's yeah, pretty much yeah. – yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, but uh... – Oh, but what I was trying to say was that CP3 will be very – it's very important. And if he does leave, they will – I feel like they will take a step back. But, um, you know, the offseason starts now. Uh, I think drafts in, what, about a week and a half, maybe – I think a week and a half. Not even. Like it's in eight days. It's July 29th. <laughs> it's literally drafts, next week. Drafts in eight days. Um, yeah, I mean, the offseason is going to move fast. Drafts going to happen. Then we got the offseason going. Um, you know, the NBA offseason hasn't hasn't started this late in ever. I think even last year with the bubble, it didn't start this late. So um, I think the turnaround you know. was quicker. I think the turnaround was quick, but yeah, the mm. schedule might like in terms of like season being over and drafts happening. I think last year there's still like a two week gap, and this this yeah. year is literally like next week. But yep. um, and, I mean, that's uh, in good hands, man. We got Giannis, we got Middleton, we got Devin Booker, yeah. You know, Trey Young, Luca, like we got we got a lot of great basketball coming up in our future, but we also yeah. got some NFL offseason coming up in our future real soon. Or not yeah, offseason, yeah. preseason. Yeah. Uh so training camp, uh I think the Bears report to training camp on Saturday. I feel like uh, Falcons are around the same time as well. So we're not that far away from football being back. Um since it's past midnight. It's past midnight in the East Coast, so we are now actually 50 days. So 50 days. See, see who the player will be tomorrow, days away from – not tomorrow, I mean in about eight hours. you got to sleep first. Today so in about eight – Today, you know, 50 days away. Um, but, yeah, NFL season starting faster than we know it. Um, some news for Bears fans. Um, all the Bears preseason games will be televised on NFL Network. So no – trying to find some weird Russian websites to watch the Bears games on. Put it on NFL Network. You get to watch it. It's great. Get to see a lot of Justin Fields on the fields. 
So, you know, that's going to be awesome. You think he'll play a lot of preseason minutes? Yeah. I, okay. I believe so. I believe so. I think he's going to be off. I think he's going to be out there a lot. Um, hey, if you want to see competent quarterback play in the preseason, you've got to watch Bears games because, you know, you'll have Andy Dalton, you'll have Justin Fields. And when both of them are out, you'll have Nick Foles. I mean, you're going to see some good quarterbacking happening at least. So at least you'll see some good football. I mean, so it sounds like no matter what happens with the Bears this season, they've got a quarterback who can who can be put in the game and and just take it, keep it going, yeah. huh? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I still feel like there's a chance Nick Foles could get traded to the Jets, but I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, uh, the NFL training camp is starting very soon. Uh, once that, and um, we're also very close to the um, MLB trade deadline. We did see one trade already happen with um, Jock Peterson going from Chicago, from the Cubs to the Braves um, for Bryce Ball, first baseman prospect. Um, you know, Jock Peterson's going to try to fill the void that that's there because uh, Acuna is out. Um, and, uh, you know, Cubs got a good low prospect just to see kind of what happens first baseman. We'll kind of roll the dice. He may not even ever make it to the majors. He may make it to the majors. I mean, it's a very low class prospect. So kind of a roll the dice for the Cubs. Um, Braves got a player that they may keep for the year. They may even flip him before the trade deadline. It'll kind of depend what's going to happen in the next, you know, next week. Um, other players that look to get traded on the Cubs, at least Chris Bryant, most likely gone. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, most likely gone. And then comes, hey, is Javi getting traded? Is Rizzo getting traded? Um, so lots of lots of trades possibly happening for the Cubs. And there could be some trades happening for the Braves, too, depending on how the next, you know, seven seven days go for the Braves. The, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I feel like at this point, you know, usually with any trade deadline in any sport, there's always like a major, not always a major trade, but it seems like somebody's always trying to make a splash, right? Whether it's a team on the cusp or a team that's, come up short the last couple of years, you know, the team that's on the cusp and is trying to go over the top or the team that's been like just barely making it by and is really trying to, you know, solidify their stance in terms of, okay, we're going to be able to compete deep into a postseason run this time. I feel like it's going to happen. I don't know who's going to come from where to go where, but I feel like, you know, uh, with Chris baseball, still could, come, right. Chris I mean, Bryant could be the guy. Yeah, a guy like that can certainly change a clubhouse, like, immediately, you know, in terms of going in there and saying, all right, here's the leadership, here's the championship pedigree, and also he's there with something to prove as well, right? So, like, you know, it, it only takes one player to say, okay, we went from a team that was going to make the playoffs to a team that we're going to compete, you know, and we're not going to compete three weeks from now or three years from now when you're developed and we know everything. You know, we're going to compete from like day one that you're on the field and we're going to start our run now. So I, I think I think a move is definitely going to happen and he might be the one that makes the headlines in the next week. We'll see what happens yeah. with that. Yeah. But I, I think it's I think it's very likely that that will probably be it, actually. Um, that being said, you know, baseball is still like wide open. I mean, we're just now starting the second half of the season. So I mean, 
I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to start watching baseball now for like a week and a half. And then I'm going to watch preseason, preseason football. So, right. yep. I mean, the window of me watching baseball is wide open right now because I got nothing else to watch. <laughs> and, and like we talked about last week, I mean, in terms of the favorites, there's no clear-cut favorite who's making the run right now, right now, right? I mean, I think I had San Francisco and Boston, and you had two completely different teams. So Yeah, I had uh, – I believe I had the White Sox and the Padres. Yeah. So it's literally anybody's field for the taking, and, and that trade deadline could definitely make things interesting and or bring us some more context around that. But regarding um, preseason football, we're 50 days away – from week one of the NFL, and that means from game one, from game so, yeah week one, which is technically on the Thursday, but yeah. So um, with that being said, I mean, is it too soon to make any NFL predictions? Probably still too early. Uh, it, it, it's never too early. Well, we can go with like a random prediction. We we can go like a maybe like a medium sized prediction. We can maybe end on a prediction. Well, what, what prediction do you want to go with? Let's say uh, what team will have the best record, regular season record in the NFL? So the number one overall seed going into the playoffs. Uh, Who's it going to be and what's the record? Number one overall seed going into the playoffs. I will go. Got to think about divisions. You know how tough the divisions are. You know, I may go. I may go Tampa. Tampa. Tampa I mean, and and Tampa will be fourteen and three. Fourteen and three. Okay, I mean that would be that would be amazing to go repeat and arguably even more dominant than they were the, the year before. I mean, um, I, I, I'm just looking at I'm not saying it's not possible. But yeah, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying Tampa's division didn't get better. Right. Um, you know, each team, in, each team in Tampa's division took a step back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's certainly valid, right? The, I would say I'm going to go with – yeah, I just got back from Kansas City, but I really think, like, with Patrick Mahomes, I know that I was like, man, a lot of quarterbacks could do – not necessarily what he did, but like if they had the same luck or the same you know pieces in play that he had, like the perfect offensive line up until a certain point, and the Hall of Fame head coach and the great talent at receiver and running back, like a lot of teams could be successful with that. But of course, Patrick Mahomes is a big part of that equation. That I think not a lot of teams have him, even though there are guys like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. You know, we know all those guys. Um, but I'm actually – I'm going to go with Kansas City being the number one overall seed in the playoffs. And I'm going to take them at 13-4 and four because I think one of those games is going to be a rest. Like, yeah, we got we got a lockdown. We got the home field lockdown. So we don't need to run our guys out there for a game unnecessarily like week 17 or 18, whatever it's going to be now. So I think that's where that other loss might come in or that's where it end up as like that fourth loss. But if it was a, a 16 game season, they'd probably be 13 and three, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Um, and then, and then, but on the flip side, I actually think that Seattle might come out and be the number one team in the AFC 
And NFC. I mean, sorry, in the in the NFC, even though that's not what I predicted, but and I don't know that Seattle is necessarily going to make the Super Bowl, but I do think that Russell Wilson is out to prove a point. And I just feel like the I was thinking about Seattle. I just feel like the NFC West is just too tough. I mean, look at let's look at the quarterbacks in that division. That's a that's a tough division right there. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. You know, Kyler um, Murray. 40. 49ers are coming right back. I mean, they, they were just riddled with injuries last year. So 49ers will be back. They're going to be better than they were last year. Kyler Murray, um, you know, of course, you already Matt talked Stafford. about uh, Matt Stafford as well. Yeah, so I just think that's a tough division right yeah. over there. I think, I think the only thing with the Rams, like it is going to be with maybe even the Falcons too, is a matter of like new coach or not – well, new coach for the Falcons, but excuse me, new system. Like Matt Stafford is going to take a minute to get adjusted to that new system. So maybe in year two, that's when you see the Rams compete at the level of that, like, oh, they got Matt Stafford, you know, and then they just suffered a huge injury. Cam Akers torn the Keelers yeah. earlier today. So, yeah, the Rams are already taking, you know, unfortunately, literally taking a step back uh, before the season even starts. Well, don't get me wrong, they're going to be great. They still got Aaron Donald, of course. But I yeah. think uh, that year one in the new system for Matt Stafford, there's definitely going to be some things that he's going to have to figure out. Now I was worried about them. Same thing with San Francisco, coming back off injuries. Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, is does San Francisco even believe in him as the guy? You know, right. that, that's also well, I mean, thing. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo did take them to a Super Bowl. So I got to remember that. I mean, um, I will but say But he was that, also you know, talking about being traded and not being good enough. Yeah. So, I mean – Again, I mean, you know. I mean, wherever you can find like a like an improvement, right? I mean, there was trade talks about Matt Ryan earlier this year. There's always trade talks. Uh, there's yeah. trade talks about Russell Wilson earlier this year too. So, which were apparently I mean, false, but who knows? I mean, but the trade talks were there, right? I mean, I, it, it was put on record that the Bears did make an offer for Russell Wilson. That did happen. Um, so you know, trade talks happen. Um, so I wouldn't say that like, Hey, do, do I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a future of the 49ers? No. I mean, that's Trey Lance, obviously, but do I think Jimmy Garoppolo is completely incompetent? No, I feel like he's still a very solid quarterback and you know, what, what could be the best case scenario for the 49ers this year is Jimmy Garoppolo plays great. Then they get to flip him for a first round pick, maybe second round pick, depending on where he's going and mm-hmm. what's happening. So do I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is just going to be sitting on the sideline doing nothing all year? No, I feel like he's going to, he's a very solid quarterback and he is going to be, he is going to keep the 49ers relevant. Is there a chance that it could be a Colin Kaepernick situation where Trey Lance takes over week five? That could also definitely happen. So uh, I'm just saying, don't count out Jimmy Garoppolo. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That's fair. I think, I think Seattle's toughest competition in their division is obviously going to be Arizona. Uh, I think it's the Rams. But, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. But you got the Bucks being number one. I got the Chiefs being number one. We could get a Super Bowl rematch again, which yeah. would be kind of amazing to see, to be honest, although not what either of our – Not what either of us want to see, but, hey. And uh, probably what most of our listeners don't want to see again either. <laughs> However, uh, your boy Aaron Rodgers did turn down – the contract extension to make him the highest paid player in the NFL. What are your thoughts Good. on that? Great. I mean, uh, the less Aaron Rodgers in uh, Milwaukee, the better for me. Green Bay, Milwaukee, wherever you want to talk. I mean, hey, Milwaukee, you got your NBA ring, so just forget about the Packers. You're in NBA town now. 
I wonder. I wonder what Aaron Rodgers is thinking watching this game tonight. You know, because I'm is, sure is, he's watching. He's a part owner of the of the Bucks, I believe. Something like that, right? I mean, uh, I believe he's a part owner. What's crazy is he would go to. I mean, at least last season he was at some Bucks games, you know, yeah. and uh, he definitely I'm, wasn't I'm there sure. today. Yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure he's a part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. So hey, Aaron Rodgers got his ring. He got his ring he wanted. So retire. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if retirement is necessarily a question for him, but I do think he is sending a, a message very clearly saying that he wants nothing to do with the state of Wisconsin anymore. And, Good. Uh, I don't want any. I don't want him doing anything with the state of Wisconsin either. Go to Denver. Go to Mile High. Get high. Do whatever you got to do. Go to yeah. Oakland. I mean, not Oakland. Go to Vegas. I don't care where you go. Just stay out of my division. Yeah. Stay out of the north. Man, if he goes to Oak, if he goes to Vegas, we'll get Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes twice a year. That's a, that, hey, I, I sign me up that. for that. Sign me up for that, right? <laughs> uh, word, man. We'll, we'll see what's going on. So, what are we going to talk about next week, Nabil? Because we got the the basketball is done, the baseball. Uh, next week, we'll, yeah, of course, next week we're going to be talking about NBA draft, talking about a little bit of uh, MLB trade deadline and uh, training camp. And um, oh, I saw you that you can't see me. Maybe talk a little bit John Cena, maybe some John Cena. Yeah, John Cena's you know? back. That uh, that reaction that he got from the crowd on coming back that that is what it's all about, man. That is why wrestling yeah. is in a league of its own, and there's nothing else quite like it. You know, I mean, I I've been watching sure. that video for sure. It's 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 incredible. Like, you got to go if you if you haven't seen the video, go back and type in Money in the Bank John Cena. Twitter, YouTube, uh, whatever, and watch John Cena's return to uh, WWE. From I, I, I tried to watch it, but I just couldn't see it. Yeah, well, you can hear it. You can hear the crowd. You might not be able to see him, but you can hear the crowd, and it's it's one of the most amazing crowd reactions you'll ever hear. Seriously, I mean, it's that good. And again, that's that's why wrestling is its own thing. There's nothing else quite like it. But also. Uh, we might even be talking about some Olympics because the Olympics start technically like huh? tomorrow, today, tomorrow, tonight, something like that. So we yeah. got enough to talk about and uh, NBA draft next well, week too. We'll, talk yep. about that we'll also well. talk some brews. It's a little late today, so I didn't crack this one open, but I had one of these earlier today right okay, over here, New Anthem. Yep, New Anthem on cassette. Got a picture of it right now. I had some wings with it during the finals. I'll put oh, it yeah. out there, you know, an awesome IPA. I've had it before on the show, but just wanted to show that you know we still are a beer podcast too. So there you go. Uh, and for just those a little who don't listen so, to our podcast, but follow us on social media at Bears Birds and Brews. You will not know that we didn't drink a beer today. And or if you do follow us on, if you do listen to us, but you don't follow us on social media, social media is going to think we have beers for this episode. So we got all the bases covered. There we go. There you go. All at Bears Birds and Brews. My name is Asif. That's Nabil. See you next time. All right. Cheers. Congratulations, Milwaukee, on your win. What an amazing run. Literally. Yeah. <laughs>